the most profound spiritual teachers of all time say the same thing in different ways. Quiet the mind and listen within. Over the last 10 years of my life, I've been asking the same question. Can it really be that simple? This blogcast is about my journey to the answer. I'm Kayla Crisiglia, and you're listening to Intuition Academy. Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of Intuition Academy. Today, I want to focus on an explanation of what the inner voice is. Because I understand that if, you're, if you haven't been a lively listener for the last decade or so, then you probably aren't sure what I mean when I'm talking about the inner voice. And maybe you listen to the podcast because you find what I'm talking about to be interesting and you want to understand. And so I just want to clarify what it is for anybody who may not know. And even if you do know, I would welcome you to stay and listen because you might learn something new. You never know. So anyway, the inner voice is the deepest aspect of ourselves, like the trueness of your essence, your soul, your soul consciousness, the aspect of us that lives forever. And I also want to disclaim that the inner voice is, is based in a belief system that we have a soul and that we live multiple lifetimes in different bodies as different individuals and that we never truly die. It also is born out of this understanding that we are separate from the mind. Like the mind is the thing within us that thinks. It's the thinking mechanism, like the organ in our body that just thinks a bunch of thoughts. And so when you're sitting and having a judgmental thought about another person who's sitting in front of you in that present moment, or if you're daydreaming, if you're, you know, driving and then suddenly you are thinking so hard, like you're thinking so intently about something that suddenly you lose 20 minutes of the drive and you're like, how the fuck didn't I just crash? Like that is all the mind. Also, within the mind, um, the subconscious is another aspect of the mind, which is the part that basically holds on to every memory that we've ever established that's of importance to us throughout our entire life, um, at least our lifetime here. And so that's also the mind. And the whole concept of the inner voice work is that you detach from that aspect of yourself, from the mind, the thinking mechanism, the organ in our body that just creates thoughts, that creates stories, that thinks all day long about things. Like when you're ruminating or when you're spiraling out about something, that is the mind. The whole concept with inner voice work is that that part of us, that the mind, is not who we are. And I think that some people can take that to mean that the mind is separate from us then. It's it's separate entirely. It doesn't exist. But no, what I mean when I say that we are not the mind, that you are not the mind, I mean that that is not just what you are. You are not only that. Like, it is born in limitation, believing that the mind is 
who we are. The majority of people living on the planet right now believe that their mind and the things that they're thinking are who they are. Like, that's just me. Like, this is just this thought that I'm having is me. And yes, in a small percentage, a small percentage of that thought system, of the thinking, is you. I'm not saying that that's not you at all, that the mind just is separate from you or it's like something that's inhabiting your body and it is, no. It's just 10%. It's just the smallest little part of you. It's the part of you that's picked up all the things that have happened to you in your lifetime. In the number of years that you've been living, the mind is that percentage of you. Whereas the rest of the of the rest of you, the rest of the true the trueness of you, the essence of you, the the extra 90% is your soul. And it can get confusing because the mind is part of the whole, right? And so the mind is part of the soul. But let's just talk percentages because it's easier. The mind is 10% of who you are and the majority of people believe they are just that 10% when they're forgetting or don't have the knowledge and the understanding to grasp that there is 90% of themselves that they are missing in this puzzle. A lot of people are like plagued by these thought systems, the things that go on in their mind And they're miserable because they feel trapped within their circumstances. They feel trapped inside of their lives, like they can't do anything right. They're constantly criticizing themselves and thinking poorly of themselves. They feel stuck within like very destructive cycles or addictive cycles, never feeling like they can find fulfillment or satisfaction in anything and feeling like there's just something missing right? Like so many people feel like there's something missing from their lives and they just can't grasp at what it is. Like, like nothing will be enough for them. I know that for me, that was something that a lot of my romantic partners used to say to me, like, you're just never fucking satisfied, Kayla. You will never have enough. Like there's never going to be enough for you because you're always asking for more. And you're fucking right. I was. I was absolutely asking for more because I knew that there was more than what I was experiencing. And I think that's what a lot of people are coming to awareness of now, that there is more than we are aware of, more than they are aware of right now. But they know that there is something that they're missing. (laughs) They feel like a pull to something and they just don't know what that thing is. And I used to, um, I, I, this this concept, like the program that I just created, like the package that I just created for six months of like growth of, of coming to awareness of this deeper aspect of yourself. I, I like to think of it as like the way that Marianne Williamson referred to the book, A Course in Miracles, because this is how she came into connection with her inner voice, with her intuition. And the way that she described it was all the spiritual teachings, like all the books, the self-help gurus and the seminars and the classes and the coaches and all this and all the things like they were all leading her up a staircase. Each of these things were leading her up this individual staircase. They were all going to the same door, 
But every single book, every seminar, every class, they would literally walk her directly up the staircase and then she would be stuck at the door without a key. And she wouldn't be able to open the door because she didn't have the key. And so it was just like she felt like she was being guided to the right thing. But it was like she still didn't have access to it at the end of the at the end of the line, at the top of the staircase. And she says that for her, the key was A Course in Miracles. And in my opinion, A Course in Miracles is just a way to let go of the mind over like 365 days to let go of the mind and to let the inner voice or the intuition in, which I believe A Course in Miracles refers to it as the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit and the inner voice, in my perspective, are the same thing. Just different words are attached to them. And so, like, the majority of you have probably felt yourself being led up this staircase for all of these years, right? All the time that you've been putting in, you know that there's something missing and you're being guided to that staircase, you're walking up the stairs, and then suddenly it's just like, I still don't, I I don't, I know, I don't know. I don't know how to get in. Um, I know that there's something I'm missing here and I just, I can't find the fucking key. And for me personally, just like Marianne Williamson said that A Course in Miracles was her key, inner voice work is my key. It helped me understand that mind is 10% of me and that 90% of me is the intuition or inner voice that lives inside of me that lives within me and lives within every person. You just have to find the right way to access it. And the way that I teach my clients is through like guided awareness, really. And it just is usually a very simple process, especially if you've been doing the work for a long time and you've had instances in your life where you've experienced nudges of like feeling like there was more but not understanding what it is, like being present in the woo-woo world with like the witchy woo-woo stuff. Um, If you've been interested in mindfulness and meditation um, or like any of the emotional intelligence tests that you can take to understand yourself more deeply at an emotional level, like people who've explored um, therapy, like literally in my opinion, it's just the general population. Like this is just stuff that people do now. You know what I mean? If you have ever practiced quieting your mind and just being still, inner voice work is the simplest thing that you will ever do in your life. Because meditation, in my opinion, can be very difficult, sitting in stillness. And most people are like, yeah, I can't do that because I don't know how to be still. Like, I can't can't be still for 15 seconds. That's fine. The inner voice work is so much easier than meditation, in my opinion, because it's just tapping into a different voice inside of yourself. And that's all it is. Like, listening to the mind has become, like, overwhelmingly simple for the general person because it's just the thing that happens. Like, it just happens to us. Like, I don't know how to stop it because it just happens, you know? Like, that's how natural it is to hear the mind. And hearing the inner voice can be just as simple as hearing the mind. It's just about focusing somewhere else instead of in your mind, (laughs) which probably sounds so confusing to the average person. Like, what do you mean focus where else? 
<laughs> I'm understanding that as I'm saying this. To me, and to a lot of the other people in the community who do this work, like the, the inner voice lives in the solar plexus, in the gut, in the heart, in the chest. Like that is where the inner voice lives in our bodies. That is the portal, <laughs> if you will, for the inner voice, for your soul consciousness. Like this is the aspect of yourself. If you believe deeply that you have a soul and that one day you will die and you will no longer live in your body, but you will then leave earth and leave this human experience and go somewhere else. Who knows where? It's not for us to know now. If we were supposed to know, we would know. But the soul consciousness is, is the aspect that goes to that place and that has lived there before and has lived in other lives. And if you believe this belief system, then you believe that you have a soul <laughs> and that that soul is you. That that is what is inhabiting this body that you are in right now, whatever age that body might be. And inner voice work is just tapping into your soul consciousness. Listening to the mind is only listening to 10% of yourself. Listening to the part of you that's only been alive for the amount of years that you've been on earth. But listening to soul consciousness, listening to your intuition or your inner voice, listening to the Holy Spirit within you, is listening to the aspect of yourself that has been alive for however long your soul has truly been alive. We can never know that, truly, in our human experience. But most likely, if you're living within this belief system, your soul has been alive for an amount of time that you probably cannot fathom. And it is connected to infinite intelligence and all other souls that have ever existed, including Source itself or God. Meaning that that aspect of yourself has all of the intellectual knowledge that you could ever need to live a happy and fulfilling, safe life. And this is the key that the majority of people are looking for. They're looking for their true essence. That is what the inner voice is, in my perspective. It's just being able to tap into and speak to the part of myself that has lived much longer than my mind or any mind on this planet has lived. Which means that it has deep, deep wisdom and understanding and trust and faith. It's the aspect of ourselves that never dies, that could never, ever truly be in danger. The mind is the only thing that can truly be in danger because the mind is the only thing that can die. And so the soul consciousness, knowing that it's going to live forever <laughs> to infinity and beyond, I mean, I don't fucking know how long a soul lives, if it could ever die, if it's just forever expanding. That's the understanding that I grasp at this moment in time. Why would that aspect of myself be afraid of anything? Why would it feel like I can't achieve anything that I want to achieve? Do you understand the magnitude of believing that this aspect of you exists and that you have access to it? That means that you have access to something that never fears, that you could fuck up, that you could do something wrong. It loves you unconditionally, without condition. 
It trusts that you can handle anything. It trusts that nobody could ever truly hurt you or cause you pain. It trusts that even when a loved one passes on, that they're not truly gone. Or that if something horrible happens within your life, that all is still well. Because that aspect of ourselves lives in complete peace. Wherever it is out in the universe, like we all believe that that God or source, soul consciousness, our souls in general, our spirit guides, like these are unconditional beings. They're things that live without condition. They love us unconditionally, regardless of the circumstances that are present in our life. And the inner voice work is just tapping into that energy and being able to live your life through the lens of that aspect of yourself. In my opinion, it's like the next step in evolution. And I'm not talking like woo-woo, like, oh, I'm going to live like through my spirit guide and like call on the angels. No, like this is, this is real. This is real. I do this. This is how I've achieved everything that I've achieved in the last three years of my life. And this is how like all of my clients have worked through their shit free or paid. This is how all the girls in my mastermind choose to live. This was how our two coaches who started that mastermind live. Like they live magnificent, amazing, fucking incredible lives. And not only that, but an entire community of people. This is the stuff that Eckhart Tolle talks about. Like in my opinion, when Eckhart Tolle talks about like living in the now and living through consciousness, living consciously in the present moment, he is talking about letting go of the mind and just tapping into that true deep essence and maybe he doesn't have like deep meaningful conversations with it the way that I do but I think that he channels it outwardly when he is giving like very um intelligent and wise advice or responses to people when he's creating through inspire like through inspiration like that in my opinion comes from his intuition from his inner voice he just doesn't call it that That's the reason why when I made the intro for this podcast, I said every spiritual teacher is all saying the same thing in different ways. Because in my opinion, this is just my way of saying this, but everybody, all the spiritual teachers who feel like they found the key, like it's the same thing. They're all talking about this. They're all talking about quieting the mind and listening within and hearing the aspect of ourself that lives fucking forever and that doesn't die. The majority of people are only living from the 10%, which is the mind, which is the only tiny aspect of ourselves that believes that it's separate. It believes that it is separate from us. And in my opinion, that's just all the beanbags, all the pain bodies, rather, that have accumulated for us throughout an entire lifetime. And not only is it like our baggage, but it's a collective amount of of bit of baggage that's been created over decades and centuries but that can be eliminated over time it can all reintegrate into a person and it's so funny like i i remember years ago like getting really interested in abraham hicks and um 
and at first being like really triggered by everything that Abraham Hicks would say. And I was just like, she's freaking insane. Like this stuff is crazy. It was so triggering to my mind, but I just wasn't ready to hear it yet. You know, and like, I still think that Abraham Hicks is a harsh energy and I'm not really interested in like listening to that because I have access to myself. And that's what I choose to teach people now is how to have access to that aspect of themselves, like teaching them how to tap into that, giving them their own key. I think that the problem that the majority of coaches and teachers, like spiritual teachers and whatnot, they want to teach like their technique, right? Like they want to teach like the key that they learned, but But like what I want to teach people is how to get access to their own key. It's not about what worked for me. It's about what's going to work for you. And I don't want to just walk people up the staircase and leave them at the top of the stairs. I want to give them a key. I want them to hand themselves the key because the truth of the matter is like, we're the only ones who have access to it. We're the only ones who can, who can reach out and take it. And so to me, the inner voice is the key. That's been my key. For some people, it's, you know, consciousness. It's mindfulness. For some people, it's A Course in Miracles. Um, and whatever works for a person is what works for them. But just for clarification purposes, for my podcast listeners... When I'm talking about the inner voice, I am talking about the 90% of yourself that most people forget. Or I say forget because we come, I believe we come here, we incarnate onto earth, and we selectively forget. Like we choose before we come here. Like we know, we have the knowledge to understand and know that we're going to forget who we truly are. And then being here is just about a relearning process. And there's so much growth in that. Learning it and then choosing to let go of the mind and the process. Or choosing to reintegrate the mind, rather. Because the mind is still part of who we are. It's just a part of us that's forgotten that it's part of us. And I think the more that the collective whole of humanity... I think as they all start reintegrating their own pain, I think the easier it will become for the mind to be still within everybody. And I don't know, I might be talking a bunch of humbo jumbo to some people and that's fine. I trust and believe that the right people will listen to this. The inner voice work has been the most profound work that I've ever done. And sure, I'm only 29. But I've been investing in myself and my spiritual growth for over a decade at this point in my life. And I, ch- I, I choose to believe that I will continue to for many decades past this point. And inner voice work has changed everything for me 
it took me from living in complete lack of fulfillment in fear um, in dissatisfaction feeling like I was stuck in my circumstances and like I couldn't have any of the things that I dreamed of having it changed my perspective on all of that and not only did it change my perspective but it gave me the tools to walk forward into a new life a new experience And I talk about this a lot in my episodes about how I was guided to do a lot of these things. And I'm sure for some people, you'd be like, well, what do you mean guided? Like, what do you mean? I literally mean that doing the inner voice work means that I'm hearing words within myself directing me to do things. Just like the mind thinks thoughts, the inner voice can produce language as well. And it's just me. It's just my own voice. It's just imagine an aspect of yourself that does not fear. And I don't mean that it's like a childish and, um, and innocent in its lack of fear. I mean it is deeply wise within its lack of fear. Knowing that quitting the job that's so unfulfilling in your life right now isn't dangerous knowing that leaving the 20-year marriage that is suffocating you and destroying you and making you feel depleted and and empty inside that imagine an aspect of yourself that doesn't fear doing that because it trusts and knows that you will be okay the aspect of yourself that will start a business, even if it makes no fucking sense to anybody but you. Even if that's the thought that you have in your mind about it. The aspect of you that says exactly what it's feeling to the people around it because it's not afraid of their reactions. A person who goes out and lives like it doesn't care if it's judged because it understands that judgment comes from the mind, not from the true essence of a person. That is what living from the inner voice is like. And that's not to say that living from the inner voice is like this, like all, I don't, what's the word? Like it's not this fluffy, exciting, um, like, bubble it's not like this safe little bubble of like oh like i'm suddenly not afraid of anything anymore like no the mind is still very real and in existence within you but the choice is made like the choice gets to be created in each instant between the mind and the inner voice the mind will definitely still have its qualms it will definitely still have its its objections it will still come up with reasons for why you shouldn't do things because it's afraid of the outcome. But there is still, in those instances now that you've tapped into the inner voice, you get to tap into that aspect of yourself and say, my mind is creating this story 
and it feels like if I do this thing that something really bad could potentially happen. And you get to ask the inner voice what it thinks about that. The aspect of yourself that isn't afraid that anything fearful will happen and you get to hear the truth. The real truth about what could potentially happen or won't. And this isn't a fortune-telling aspect of ourselves. Like, this is an aspect of ourselves that lives in the present moment right now. The mind is another thing that thinks that, like, we need to know the answers in the future in order to be safe. But the inner voice is constantly focused on right now. What's happening right now? It makes me think of Byron Katie's The Work. Her focus when she's working with clients is specifically to bring them to the present moment, especially when they're making up images in their mind and they're thinking about something that happened before and they're feeling a lot of pain. Like she would even do this with people who've had like who have PTSD, who've been sexually abused, who've been in domestic abuse situations, like people who have flashbacks and she reminds them that the mind is the thing creating that story, creating the images in, in the mind, and that that scene isn't in fact truly happening. And it doesn't matter that it did happen before because it isn't happening now. And in the present moment where you are now, you're safe. In the present now, you're okay, you are loved, you are held. That is inner voice work. The inner voice is the one that we get to lean on in the moments of crippling pain. We get to hold ourselves. This is the aspect of ourselves that that points out the mirror in everything. It points out the games that the mind is playing. It helps you understand yourself to such a deep level, a level that you probably never thought was possible in the first place, because I know I didn't. And that's because it sees it so clearly, because it is an aspect of it. We are an aspect of it. And this isn't about blotting the mind out of existence. It's about making friends with that aspect of ourselves. It's about choosing friendship, choosing love and understanding and compassion and empathy for the mind, but choosing to feel resonance with the inner voice, holding within the perspective of the inner voice when witnessing what's occurring in the mind. When you hold presence within the perspective of inner voice, you are the thing that lives forever. You are the thing that will never truly be in pain. You are the thing that will never die and doesn't need to be afraid. And when you can hold that perspective and witness the turmoil in your own mind and comfort the mind from that perspective, then that 
that, my friends, is self-love. Like, when everyone is just like, you have to love yourself before you can let someone else in. Like, when, when you feel like you need something in the outside world in order to feel fulfilled, I want you to, I want to challenge you to ask yourself, how could I do that for myself? It's just like if you're in a relationship where somebody, quote unquote, isn't giving you enough love, they're not giving you enough attention, I want you to see that as a mirror. And I want you to reframe that question, like, or that desire, rather, and ask, how can I do that for myself? Where am I not showing up for myself in my life, in the way that I'm expecting this person to? There is a hole, seemingly, within you that the majority of people are wanting other people to fill, that you're wanting the outside world to fill because you've forgotten that you're already whole. And when the mind focuses on what it thinks is real, which is this hole inside of you, the inner voice gets to rush in in these instances and give comfort. I always like to think that I am the awareness, like this is the thing that Eckhart Tolle teaches. I am the awareness. I am the awareness, which means my true essence is awareness. That is all. And so far in my life, I've been aware of the mind. So much so that I started to believe that I was the mind and just the mind and that's it. And I stopped believing or understanding that I am the awareness. But then I came back into that understanding. I am the awareness and I am the thing that is aware of the mind. And then I also came into the awareness that the inner voice exists because we are soul energy. And so now I'm the awareness and I can choose to be aware of the mind or I can choose to be aware of the inner voice. I can choose to be aware of the mind, which is 29 years old, and I can try and feed into any wisdom that my 29-year-old mind has picked up throughout the life that I've been living, which mainly is based in fear. Or I can listen to the inner voice. I can hold awareness of the inner voice and that perspective, which is the aspect of me that has been alive for fill in the blank forever. That's been alive forever, with or without a body. And that holds all of the memories, all of the knowledge, all of the wisdom gained throughout all of the lifetimes that I've lived, on earth or not, in a body or just as a soul. Which awareness should I choose? <laughs> I, as the awareness, get to choose. I get to choose the inner voice perspective. And so can you understand how this starts to dramatically alter your entire life? I was just filming a TikTok earlier, like some like summarizing a section in A Return to Love. And she was talking about how like when you surrender to God or you surrender to source, you surrender to the inner voice, like it seems like your life kind of implodes and it becomes this huge mess. And she said there was so much wisdom in that she realized that she'd been trying to control her life for all of those years, for all those 30 plus years that she'd been alive so far. And in God's wisdom, he basically 
tore the entire house down to start over from scratch again. And that's what this work can be like for a lot of people, because our lives have been built on the mind and built on fear. Everything that we've been doing, all the steps that we've been taking in our life have been just steps to avoid pain, to avoid discomfort, to avoid the scary thing. But the inner voice, the true aspect of who we are, that soul consciousness within us, the 90%, that part isn't afraid of anything. It's not afraid of failure. It's not afraid of breakups. It's not afraid of death. It's not afraid of rejection. It just wants us to have what we want. And it can give us a very clear path to that thing. And so the wisdom there, usually when you begin to let go of the mind, is disruption. There is disruption in your entire life. Everything that you knew begins to fall away because it's all based in fear. And to have the joyful experience that you're truly desiring, everything usually needs to change. And that doesn't mean that you're going to lose everything. Suddenly, everything in your life is going to be different. It just means that all the things that are no longer serving you will go in whatever way they go, whether that's you walking away from them or them just dissolving on their own. And you will sense and feel the wisdom in the departure of each of these things and the disruption of everything within your life. This was why when I dedicated to the work, literally everything changed. (laughs) I went from working a desk job in a relationship, in a cozy apartment, in my hometown, in a state that I hate, (laughs) doing work that I hated and feeling confused and like I didn't have a path, like I didn't know what my purpose was in life and not feeling fulfillment or happiness in anything, mainly going between anxiety and depression, anxiety and depression, anxiety and depression, being stuck in cycles of like rejection and toxic relationships and graspy energy and, you know, friendships that weren't serving me, um, surrounded by dysfunctional people who didn't truly care for me or love me the way that I deserve to be. I went from that to uprooting my entire life, leaving that job very, very abruptly with no plan, (laughs) literally no plan and no money in the bank. And I left that job almost two years ago and I'm still fine today, guys, because I trusted the guidance of my inner voice. I left a relationship that I'd been in for two years, even though I was terrified and I was afraid that I was gonna be alone forever after that. I actually did that twice. after being like guided to do both from the inner voice perspective. So terrified to do both. Like I went from living with somebody for two full years of my life, thinking that I wasn't going to be alone anymore, that we were going to get married, that we were going to have a family, that we were going to do all these things together, to then leaving, even though it was terrifying. And I'm okay. And not only that, but I found somebody who is much more suited to me I left that job that I hated. I left the state that I hated. I moved across the country again with no plan. 
I entered into a new relationship like completely open-minded because I didn't know if I even wanted to be in a relationship. I just started taking these like small steps and giant leaps and small steps and giant leaps all through the inner voice guidance all because and like these are things that I like listen to listen these are things that I would have never done if I wasn't connected to my inner voice if I didn't trust my inner voice and that guidance within me because my mind was petrified of these things they were things that I was trying to accomplish for like my entire adult life and it wasn't until I learned the concept of the inner voice and doing this work and releasing pain bodies and and living through flow it wasn't until I learned all of this that that I could actually start getting like achieving the things that I wanted to achieve until I could step into the fear and trusting that everything was going to be okay because I had reassurance from my inner voice because I had my key I had the key I had the answers that I was looking for that I could have everything that I wanted but that didn't mean that I could just like open a door and walk into it in my entire life that I the entire life that I wanted would be handed to me it meant that I got to walk the path I got to choose to walk the path into the life that I wanted to live and that I consciously had to take every step myself. I had to make every decision myself. That is what the inner voice work is about. It's about learning that this is who I am and that it's okay for me not to be afraid. It's okay for me to let go of the fear and to step into these things. It's about learning that I deserve the life that I want. Reshaping the way that my mind thinks to better suit what I desire. And even when the mind is throwing tantrums, thinking that I'm going to lose everything or that, that I'm never going to get what I want, even when I'm in those tantrums within my mind, still stepping into the inner voice perspective. Like Abraham Hicks always refers to it as you're in a stream and you're in a canoe and you're trying to paddle against the stream trying to paddle against the stream is living in the mind and letting the mind control everything that's why life feels hard that's why life feels difficult but living from the from the inner voice is living in flow that's trusting that everything that's happening to you right now is guiding you exactly where you're meant to go and that is when you let go of the paddle and the canoe starts to go downstream Going downstream is living in flow. Living in flow is listening to the guidance of the intuition, regardless of the fear that comes up in the mind. So when you're guided to do something, you just do it. Instead of being afraid and allowing yourself to be held in fear long enough to not take action. And here's the thing too, is like, it's never a perfect <laughs> like maybe eventually as you do the work <clears throat> you get to this space where it's really easy to do this or like less and less fear comes up in the mind because you trust the inner voice so much but my mind still wins sometimes i can give an example literally from the last 24 hours 
where I'm still doing the work myself. And that was, I had an inspired thought, which was to help promote my new package that I've created through the guidance of my intuition. And the technique that I use inside of it, which I still haven't created a name for, but it's my own intellectual property, it's my own technique that I created, that I manifested, that I was given from the inner voice perspective of me, that I should reach out on some platform and offer a free session to somebody. And that free session would be recorded, and then I would be able to publish that on my podcast as a podcast episode to help promote my package, to show people like what they will be getting if they work with me for six months. And this felt like such an inspired thought. It came directly from the inner voice. I know it 100%. And what came up for me in that same instance, almost exactly as I was thinking it, it would have taken me 30 seconds to do to hop onto a platform and be like, hey, who wants a free session? And and like doesn't mind being on my podcast episode after the session is recorded. Would have taken 30 seconds to two minutes. And as soon as I started to like reach for my phone to do it, my mind was just like, wait. We've created intellectual property and we haven't trademarked it. And nobody knows about this type of thing yet. Like nobody knows that this technique exists yet other than like a select few of people in my close-knit friend group in my mastermind and two of my clients that I have that I've done this on. This is like brand new and mind-blowing. And my mind was just like, if I publish me, if I publish an episode of my podcast of me doing this, of me showing this technique to people, then somebody could steal it from me. And that thought felt so real to me in that moment that came from my mind and not from my inner voice because it's based in fear. That fearful thought felt so real that I didn't take action. And this is probably something that happens to a lot of people all the time. That definitely happens to people all the time. Like you have an inspired thought, something that will actually help you with your growth that's given to you through intuition, through inspired thought. And then the mind comes in and bulldozes over it with, nope, that doesn't feel safe. And here's why. Here's the story that validates why we're afraid of doing this. This is why we shouldn't take action. And this is an instance where the, where living in flow, like I stopped the flow (laughs) I started paddling against the stream, against the current in this instance when I could have just let go and kept flowing downstream and gone and posted even though my mind was just like someone's going to steal our intellectual property. And that is the work. I think I was just saying this to um, to one of my clients who's doing my six-month package, who I, I offered it to a couple days ago, and she signed on. And I was telling her, I was just like, honestly, like, the one thing that is annoying me about this package is that there isn't anybody in existence who can use all of this stuff on me. Like, I 100% created all of this. Nobody else is doing this. 
And sometimes I feel like this is what I need. I need support from somebody. I need somebody to put me, to take me into my inner voice. I need somebody to do like the techniques to help me release or to help me reintegrate when I'm feeling resistance. And there isn't anybody who knows who, who does it. It's just me. <laughs> it's just me. I was like jokingly saying that I wish that I could hire like a coach and just be like, so this is the technique that you're going to use and I'm going to need you to do it on me. So thanks. So like throw your shit out the window. Just use mine. <laughs> this is what I need from you. Thanks. Like, I mean, I won't lie. Like I wish that I could do that because that is how much I love my technique. And so I guess um, in... In celebration of flow, I would like to invite anybody who feels called to have a free session with me to explore this new technique that I've created um, in releasing like old energy. Think of it like if there's something that's holding you back in your present life, a fear, really, any fear that you're experiencing or pain that you're experiencing in your life in the present time, whether you're feeling anxious, whether you're feeling depressed, whether you're feeling afraid of something, um, whether you're feeling sadness, whatever the negative emotion that you're experiencing in the present, like in your present reality, that is something that I can promise to clear with this technique within a single session. <sighs> And so if anybody feels called to having a free session with me like that and doesn't mind having that published on a podcast episode, I would recommend that you sign up for a consult call with me and you can put in the description box free session or you can, I'll leave my email address in this, um, in this podcast episode and you can send me an email and tell me that you're interested or just find me on Instagram at Kayla Crisiglia, and you can let me know that you're interested there. Um, just any way in which you can find to contact me. I swear there are so many different ways that you can get in touch with me. Just find a way. <laughs> let flow take you there if you feel called to do that work with me. Because I still do want to follow flow on this. I still do believe that sharing the technique that I've created on my podcast will be incredibly powerful. So if you're interested in that, please contact me. And other than that, I mean, this has been my explanation of the inner voice and what living through the inner voice is like. It's just like listening to your mind. It's just like being aware of the thoughts in your mind, except it comes from like the Yoda within you the aspect of you that is wiser than you could ever possibly imagine and that loves you unconditionally and that wants you to have everything that you desire and knows that you deserve everything that you desire and can give you a direct path to it. All you have to do is trust it even though you're not going to see exactly how it's going to unfold the way that the mind would want it to. And... Like usual, if you're interested in my six-month package, I've dubbed it the Intuition Academy Package. It's a six-month program where I help you establish the connection with your inner voice, and then we work in six phases. 
through all the different ways that you'll grow as you tap into the inner voice, including weaving in the new technique that I've created into each month. I'll probably be bringing the technique in at least one session every month. And so you'll get six of those sessions, which I haven't created a name for, sorry. (laughs) But you'll still get one of those amazing technique sessions. And um, hopefully in the next week or so, I can publish an episode of me walking somebody through that technique. And so if you're curious about what that's like, I can post an episode about that. But if you're interested in that package, um, I am currently selling it for $40 a session which is only $160 a month, which is insane. Literally, I don't think I have ever come across a coach who sells coaching for this inexpensive. So if you've been interested in the inner voice work, or after listening to this episode, you are interested in the inner voice work now, this is the perfect opportunity to hop on and invest in a package like this. And if you're interested in that, you can set up a 30-minute consult call with me to make sure that we're a good fit. And I have that linked in my description box also. I've also created an email list so you can keep in touch and you can get some juicy behind-the-scenes details. Um, Any, like, podcast episodes that I post, I will be making emails every single time I post a podcast episode Um, and any offers that I have. And just, like, fun tidbits. I haven't exactly, like decided what the email list is going to look like yet but I'm just going with it because again that was just inspired (laughs) so if you're interested in any of that just look at all the links in my description box I literally link everything there Um, and hope you have a wonderful day and until next time quiet the mind listen within and always follow the joy 